here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have another fantastic show lined up for you tonight. None other than Brandon Bakhtiar is on with us tonight, an amazing entrepreneur who is looking to change lives one person at a time and he's on the path to greatness and i can't wait for you to meet him and learn from him in the ways that he is going about building his business and that is really what this show is about the mind body business show is a show where i bring on successful entrepreneurs from all over the world and literally elicit their secrets their strategies what is it that is making them successful that possibly you could model and emulate and do the same for your own business and so that is what we're here for is to give you um, everything you need basically to crush it in your business. And I cannot wait to bring him on and that'll be very, very soon. And so the Mind Body Business Show is about what I call the three pillars of success. And they are the very namesake of this show. And that is mind, which stands for mindset. And that is to a person, uh, everyone that I had studied over a period of about, let's say 10 years, successful people, they all had these three uh, traits that kept bubbling up to the top of studying what made them so successful versus someone like me. And mind was about mindset to a person. Each of these individuals had a very powerful, very positive, and most importantly, a very flexible mindset. And body was literally that they each take care and took care of their body, both through exercise and nutritionally. And that's something Brandon does very, very well. And then business. Business is multi multifaceted and it has so many unique characteristics in what you have to do to build a successful business. And it all comes down to really mastering the various skill sets, skill sets like marketing, sales, team building, systematizing, leadership. I could go on and on and on. And you may be thinking, well, if I'm going to master any one thing, Brian, isn't that going to take a long time? And now I have to master all those and more. Well, the good news is not really. If you just focused on one skill set to begin with and got to the point as you're as you're getting close to mastery, you can use that one skill set to leverage and bring in other people who have mastered the other skill sets that you need to build a thriving business. And that one skill set that I would recommend that you concentrate on first and foremost is the skill set of leadership. Once you have gotten, once you're down the path of mastering it, you don't have to fully master it before you start pulling in those people. Now you can bring in someone who has mastered marketing, bring in someone else who's mastered sales and bring in someone else who's mastered systematizing and all the other ones. And then you can build a thriving business much faster than doing it by yourself. And so it's about leveraging what you have and your talents and your skills. And another wonderful thing about very successful people that I learned while going through this long study was that to a person, they're also very avid readers of books. And with that, I want to segue very quickly to a segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. All right. So Brandon Bakhtiar, he's coming on real soon. He's in the back. He's scratching the monitor saying, Brian, let me in already. Let's go. He's coming on very, very soon. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Now, before I go into this, and this will be very brief, a real quick word of advice, and that is for those of you watching or listening at this very time, I would implore upon you that instead of uh, succumbing to that desire to go clicking away and looking at the resources as they're being brought up, because I know Brandon, Brandon will have several himself, is instead to write it down while the show is going on, take notes, and then visit these resources after the show is over and the reason is because the magic happens in the room i used to say this because of my past speaking experience back when i was kind of a newbie at speaking 
I'd be on stage getting to the really good part. And at that point would see on occasion, someone get up and leave the room. They got that all important text message, or maybe they just had to use the restroom. But the key is, is to stay focused and stay tuned in and stay listening, especially to what Brandon has to say during this show, because I would hate for you to miss that one golden nugget that could potentially change your life forever. It is that important. So just take notes and visit these things when it's over, uh, like reachyourpeaklibrary.com. You can start practicing right now and write down reachyourpeaklibrary.com. It is a website that my team put together that I had them put together as I read books and vetted them myself personally. The reason is because I didn't start reading really hardly anything book-wise until about the age of 47, which was about 12 years ago. Yes, I know you're all doing the math. You got it right, 59 at this point. And I realized, my gosh, the sheer power of reading books and what it did for my life, uh, both in my business life and my personal life and um, in many cases. And so I had this site put together and then I just started adding books to it as a catalog. They're in here in no rhyme or reason order of any kind. Uh, they just got added, as I said, here, add this one to it. Uh, and so you'll see many authors you've heard of, others you haven't. Just look at the author, look at the book, read the description. The first one that jumps off the page, go get it wherever you choose to get your books. It could be at a Barnes and Noble, a brick and mortar. It could be on Amazon. All these buttons go to Amazon. The point is, this is not here for me to make money. This is here to give you the resource to say, go get it, then read it. Be sure to read it. But the most important part after reading it is to put in action, into action, what you learn from it. Without the action, it really doesn't do you much good, does it? And so that's what reachyourpeaklibrary.com is. It's literally my gift to all of you, a resource that you can use to really get ahead in business much faster and in life, to be honest. Speaking of getting ahead in business and in life, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, to bring on the one and only Brandon Bakhtiar. Here he comes. Get ready. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one and the only Brandon Bakhtiar. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Brian. Coming from all the way on the West Coast, all the way in California. Uh, I used to be in California, so it's fun saying that. Now I'm in Florida, so it's awesome. We're three hours apart, but we're uh, here live together. Now, before we jump into just really diving into that big, beautiful brain of yours, uh, Brandon, would it be okay with you if I gave you a formal introduction so folks can get a little bit of a background about you before we get rolling? Please. All right, here we go. Thank you so much. Brandon holds a Bachelor's of Science in Microbiology and Molecular Genetics and an advanced degree from UC Davis in Comparative Pathology. There's a lot of big words in here. After taking and not passing the patent bar, Brandon was starting to study for a second exam date when he was offered a position as a personal trainer at a high-end fitness club in San Francisco, where he first learned the principles of reciprocal inhibition and started gaining experience. After gaining independent, um, after going independent and making a living for 12 years in San Francisco as a self-employed personal trainer, Brandon uh, was hired by Genentech, where he worked for three years before founding Stretchy, which is a big part of the topic we're gonna to be talking about tonight. You can see that for those of you watching live or recorded video, he has his Stretchy banner on the background. We'll get into that and uh, where he's going with that and what's happening and how he's changing lives with that business. So officially and formally, welcome to the show, Brandon. Let's let's dive into it. Um, I love to talk about opening the show about mindset because it's the first part, first word of this show, because I it's my personal belief that our success or lack thereof is 100% due to what's going on between these two ears up here in this brain. And so with you, uh, you know, you know how entrepreneurship, it is not for the faint of heart. Uh, it's not for everybody. It is a difficult thing to do because all we are trained to, all we do is solve problems every day, every single day, over and over. And it can get arduous. It can get kind of a, to be a pain in the rear. So for you, when you're waking up in the morning, and knowing that you are, you're going to face all these challenges and issues that we all do, the setbacks. What though is going in? What's going on in your brain as you're waking up, coming to? What is keeping you driven? What is keeping you motivated to keep doing this day in and day out? I mean, what is that for you? 
Um, I honestly think that uh, it is while well, being self-employed, being a personal, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a self-employed uh, business owner, you have to wear a lot of hats. They always say, uh, which means you're going to be struggling with some topics and and aspects of business uh, that are not your your forte. So uh, it, this just means what I've discovered is just 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 ask questions. Uh, always be polite. Uh, be humble enough to ask for help. And generally, if you're polite with people and, and persistent and uh, and show uh, gratitude for the help you do receive, uh, it'll open doors. And uh, but above all, you have to combine all those. And and it, and it just means a lot of times you're not going to get what you want at first. You have to, again, and and accept that graciously. And and uh, maybe when you revisit that door, uh, if you know, a, a appropriate time later, uh, maybe they'll be a little more receptive. But that's all part of ties in with being uh, tenacious and, and persistent. So. Um, I, I think in terms of business, it's important just to, you know, the key thing is tenacity. I mean, everybody's heard the anecdotes about how many times Edison failed with his light bulb. And, and um, you know, the key thing I've always said before about uh, about uh, failure and success is that failure is not final and, and success is fleeting. So, you know, any time uh, you, you, you are trying to succeed, you, you have never uh, failed. You have never failed until you accept failure. You have to accept failure and kind of officially kind of give up on and throw in the towel on that that uh, endeavor. Uh, then you failed. But as long as you're trying, there's a, a chance of, of, of possibility. I love it. Uh, and yeah, I love that failure is not final. Uh, and I think, you know, we make as entrepreneurs, we make mistakes. And what I learned uh, after too much um, time on my own, trying to figure things out on my own, letting my ego get in the way. I finally learned that the best way to succeed is make the most mistakes I possibly can within the shortest amount of time and to let it happen instead of trying to be perfect every step of the way, which was how I started. And it really hindered my success and my progress because I, I just thought everything had to be 100% ready to go with, with every I dotted, every T crossed and it had to be perfect. But by the time I finally finished getting something ready, it, I had wasted so much time. I didn't even know if anybody wanted it yet. And so I learned uh, the hard way to brush that ego aside and just go for it. And don't worry about it if you make a mistake, uh, learn from it and move on. And the more, the quicker you do that, the more you know what not to do and quicker to find out what is the right way to do certain things. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, there's, uh, I think, a, a, a book talking about the importance of speed to failure. Um, so, so just, just know if you're looking for a, a diamond underneath a stone and it's, you're in front of a field full of stones, you're gonna have to turn over a lot of stones and, and not find what you're looking for. Um, but you just keep going until every stone is on, over, uh, uh, turned over. So, uh, yeah. So part of like what I feel allows you to keep going, you know, you're gonna have to tap in and find your motivation. Sometimes it's family, maybe it's a loved one, a child. Um, maybe me, you know, maybe just the drive for success. Usually I think having a, 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 another person involved for me personally, that's more motivating than just my own self and, you know, uh, materialistic, uh, wishes or aspirations or travel, or all the things you typically hear people say, uh, for me, uh, you know, my loved ones and being able to help those who, uh, are also humble and deserving and being able to make great things happen for them. I think that's very, very, uh, much more fulfilling than, then I think the a lot of the uh, the wishes that I think our society had, you know, even twenty or thirty years ago, just in terms of material accumulation. And see, this is what I love about what I get to do, Brandon. Is people like you is getting to know people like you. You are more concerned with helping others than you are. You're more focused on that than you are on making money. And let's be clear to everyone: making money is very important. But what you focus on first and foremost is even more important, especially if you can do it so that you're not focused on the money all the time. When you're first starting out in business, I mean, you can probably relate to this, Brandon. I know I can. When you're first starting out, your focus is money <laughs> because you need the money to survive, to pay the bills, to build your business. And as that grows and that matures, that can shift into the real reason that we all do what we do. And that purpose is to help and serve others, given our gifts and our talents and things we've nurtured. How does that resonate with you? Yeah, unfortunately, money does uh, have to be a component. I mean, uh, that's 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 currently the uh, the system we work under. But um, but uh, yes, yeah, so you do have to focus on money. But hopefully, 
not fo- you know you have to care about money let me let me rephrase that let me rather yeah. say focus you have to you it, it matters you can't pretend it doesn't but um but overall if you if you're i think sincere and doing and delivering good and you know doing a decent job of wearing all those hats uh then uh the money will come as they as they say so you just have to keep developing relationships and and for me with uh stretchy and assisted stretch um, I do believe, um, you know, I, I, a model or an analogy that I frequently uh, draw a comparison to, uh, we could all think back right now, it's, tw- you know, early 2024, we could think back maybe 16, 17 years ago, when you first heard of Lyft or Uber, and, uh, you know, had your first friend explain to you, like, hey, I'm going to use this app to call a complete stranger, and they're going to come in their own personal <laughs> car and do what a taxi does. And th- if there was a time when that was novel and strange, and uh, people kind of recoiled, in, you know, in 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 uh, in surprise about such an idea. And now each of those companies are multi-billion-dollar companies. So, so a lot of times there's an ad- adaption or adoption uh, curve where you know something that's new and introduced will be the novelty of it will be uh, take uh, t- cause people to step back or to give them pause. But um, you know that's and it doesn't mean it's going to pan out. But uh, sometimes there's it just takes some time. You know, I, I believe with assisted stretch, I've seen enough people after they do a stretch out, especially people have not had a stretch out. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the, the improvement is is to the point where when they when these guys are walk, I'd have them walk out to this edge of the grass and back, you know, 10, 10 feet out and back. Uh, their eyes are big and they're 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 lifting their knees extra high and marveling at like how ease uh, easy they can move. And I think that 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 is also very encouraging, very rewarding when you do something for someone. You know, maybe a chef, you know, and you you make it your best favorite favorite dish and you serve it to some people and they eat it or even at Thanksgiving, your holiday your own, in your own home, you know, and, and people marvel at your cooking. It's very rewarding. So um, it just shows that, that I think uh, deep in, in all of us that we really have uh, uh, we feed off of and our souls fed by getting that warm feeling, whether it's, you know, uh, helping a stranger who who's not expecting it and, uh, you know, shows immense gratitude or somebody marveling at your cooking or exclaiming about a gift. Uh, th- that's the same thing. I think when you're doing something, when you're working with people, you know, in a, you know, hands-on situation and helping them be, uh, alleviate pain or move better, you know, there's a special gratitude you get there. Not different from how people are great, grateful for, you know, uh, yeah, like getting, a, 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 you know, their financial advisor, getting them, 15% instead of 13% return that year. I, you, there's, it, it's different from that. Yeah. And I think this is a good time to segue into more of an education about exactly what assisted stretching is. Because b- before I met you, I didn't know it even existed. I am like, what do you mean assisted stretching? I, I mean, I played football and I had a coach who would help pull your hamstring back farther, you know, press on it. But that was it. That was the extent of assisted stretching uh, that I was aware of. And so I'm curious if you would give us a quick, uh, just a quick uh, overview of what is it uh, and who let's, let's go through who's your target market. Who do you work with most right now? And then also if you have a success story or two, you'd like to share, because this is a different uh, form of stretching that I've been used to, which means many people probably have not heard of it. And I think it's very important that more people learn of things like this because just stretching by itself, uh, when I've done it on my own, I've, I've seen massive benefits. So I can only imagine assisted. Wow. I'm probably going to stretch farther than I could on my own. I'll probably get better results. So I'm just guessing. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, would you like to uh, give us a quick uh, ex- description of what it is? I'll pull up your website as you do that. Sure. Um, so, you know, I, I frequently, I, when I talk about assisted stretching, and sometimes people will think about that they can um, – you know they'll 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 reply back that they do their own routine or maybe they go to yoga and oftentimes I'll I'll, I'll I'm not going to knock that that I, I my reply is great keep doing that but the truth is you could also cook for yourself and the fact that you could cook for yourself doesn't mean you never go to restaurants you still go to restaurants and because uh, there's one there's a convenience factor and two let's be honest sometimes some some restaurants are going to cook special dishes you're never going to whip up yourself. So uh, what we do is we offer discrete packs of time uh, where people are not obligated to a membership. We have uh, at stretchy.us our uh, short 70 second demo video uh, there by the Golden Gate Bridge where we explain what assisted stretch is and just demonstrate it. Uh, Because again, right now it's very much in the early days. It's similar to where 
you know, Lyft and Uber with the concept of getting into a, a stranger's car was novel and strange. And now it's commonly accepted as, 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 as a, as a normal thing. I think assisted stretch right now, prior to, you know, the, the, the rise of, of, of our company and other brick and mortar chains, you know, you had to be one of the, in the NFL or on a special team, or maybe back in the day in football, when you played you know, whatever team sport, lacrosse or what have you, that uh, in that team environment, you would have you partner up and maybe be a, a coach on how to stretch. So uh, what our, what we do is uh, we cut costs by where we, we think uh, being co-locating with uh, golf courses, that's, that's going to be uh, uh, make, make it uh, more available to, um, to a demographic that frankly can afford it. They need it. And uh, you asked as to my the demographic, our, our demographic is basically everybody, but like just like every door hinge is going to benefit from some oil, you know, brand new door hinges are not going to have a delta of improvement compared to, say, an old, worn, rusty door hinge. You put oil in that door hinge, it's a massive improvement. So generally, the uh, the, the demographics that are more like a uh, the old, worn, rusty door hinge are generally people who are older. Um, the, and it, whereas newer door hinges are more like people are younger and men tend to be, you know, better beneficiaries, more like a worn, uh, a door hinge. So when you put the oil, when you give the oil being assisted stretch, the, uh, the change in terms of improvement is definitely much more, um, stark with, you know, men and, uh, and, and, and people who are, who are older. So that's a general, generally speaking. Now, of course, People who have uh, college, you know, uh, college level sports backgrounds will readily remember and 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 just just be very eager for a stretch out because they know uh, from their sports days like what the 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 the, uh, the value. So um, yeah, hopefully that 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 clarifies what assisted stretch is. And sometimes I'll just say, look, you don't have to be one of the 49ers, you know, uh, you know, in order to to you know get to benefit from a stretch out. You know, if you you know just uh, if you're about to do your activity. Uh, whether it's pickleball or tennis, or you're about to go on a run, or some, I have quite a few clients who are just coming to me uh, just to get, you know, they they don't even play golf and they're just coming over to over there just to get stretch outs there. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that uh, that contrasts. Uh, let me let me just say one more thing. Just just the differences of what we do. We do I do have some proprietary stretches that are different, and I think better because I, I did join one of our competitors as a client for about a year. I, I tried out uh, more than eight of their practitioners in multiple locations. And um, I, you know, I, some of the, you know, uh, the stretches, I, I, I knew most of them, there are variations of, of ones, um, but they are not doing a few stretches that, that, uh, that, 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 that we do. Um, on top of that, we really, I really feel like having clients, you, you gotta be in tune as a practice, as a, as a given, you're giving a stretch out, you have to be very close close communication with the person, with the client in terms of, you know, so that there's a, they could relax. And in order to relax, there is always a fear when you have somebody else moving your limb to the point where you feel a stretch that's very challenging, you get, you get concerned. It's, it's, it's hard to relax. So the, one of the primary things we have to do is just establish like, look, uh, let make, make sure they feel reassured that they're the boss and they're, they're going to, they're in control and nothing reckless is going to be done. So to that end, what we do is we, we have them verbally rank the intensity of what they're doing by using their own, uh, number, number scale of one to 10. So think like, uh, I explained to them a one, two is a, means you barely feel it. A five is a medium. Usually we're looking to get to a seven. Now that stretch right there, that, that, if you could go back one, that's and that, that right there, if I was to push that ankle down towards my knees, that is an external hip rotation you know, uh, stretch. And so, and so we do a sequence where we kind of, uh, go both internal and external rotation. Um, but that one is, and, and is, uh, extremely beneficial for, for hip mobility, just that internal external, not as opposed to flexion where, where you're bringing the knee up toward your chin and an extension when you're doing like a fireman's kick. Um, that's just one of the three hamstring stretches, you know, you know, there's a bent leg, um, that is one of the figure four stretches. Uh, that's a, that's a good piriformis stretch. You know, we use a, a certain technique, a special technique to help, um, like I call the butter knife technique, which I explained to only to clients really as we're doing it. Um, so in addition to, to, uh, co-locating with golf courses, um, we also don't require a membership. I think a lot of people, uh, are not thrilled about the idea of having to put a card on file and get billed every month. So, uh, I know, you know, nobody likes, 
regular billing subscription for subscriptions. So we uh, chose to shy away from that and instead just offer a la carte packs of time. Uh, the other difference is some of the brick and mortar chains will insist that you uh, your your pack, your your stretch out is either, you know, say a 25 minute or a 50 minute commitment. Whereas we tr we prefer to allow people the uh, the flexibility, forgive the pun, of being able to ha have it be as long or as short as they wish. So that's the other difference. Very cool. And I appreciate you for uh, giving that. Very, that was a great, uh, great overview of everything. And that one looked painful to me where the knee was coming. That one you said to hold on and let's look at that one. I'm like, ooh, that could be. And, and that's why it's important that you have somebody like you who's knowledgeable, who knows how far to go without taking it too well, far. It's and not only how far to go, like just moving that person's ankle away. That's one thing. But if they report knee pain, you know, then, then there's the, you, there's a plan B where you could literally, I'll grab the tibia, I'll grab the shin with my, I'll grip it and I'll pull the shin. Like I'm trying to lengthen it away from the table. So I'm actually almost like giving a little bit of decompression to the knee and, and generally the tissues will move. So just if you get pull the, the head of the, tibia and, and, and fibula uh, away from the end of the femur, right? The distal end of the femur, that little bit of, if you just grab the, the tibia, the, i.e. their calf, and you kind of pull towards their ankle gently. Of course, we're talking about gently. You're just giving a little bit, a few pounds of pull force. Uh, that, that'll actually give a little bit of separation. And if you separate, those joints are not immobile. They can move a, a few millimeters. And uh, if you just give that little bit of separation, sometimes that'll relieve. So that's one of the tricks, you know, that I'll employ a lot of times just pulling in away or moving the, the joint, the limb in a way to uh, create decompression on the joint. So as you're, you're then able to move it a little further. Uh, but maybe those are, those are nuances that usually we don't explain too much to the clients. You know, I just do that. If I hear knee pain, I know to try that. If they still report knee pain, then sometimes you, you just want to abandon the stretch, something that's causing yeah. negative pain. I always tell people, look, in a stretching, you want to differentiate between good pain and bad pain. Bad pain is going to be kind of sudden and, and, and electric in nature, sharp, maybe more so in the joint or at the maybe where the tendon uh, will, will attach, you know, or maybe in, the, in some of the surrounding ligaments. But uh, a, a positive stretch will actually feel, it'll feel challenging, uh, almost like a pain, but it'll feel have that nuanced good aspect to it. It'll be yeah. a good pain. It's different. It's, it's more general, uh, spread out. It's not sharp and sudden in nature. It's not fiery and it's generally more in the belly of the muscle. So those are, those are good, that, that good pain. We teach people to embrace good pain. We teach them to breathe into it. Uh, we teach them that we're going to be receptive to their input. That's another hallmark of stretchy is that we strive to make sure that, uh, there's, when I say tight communication, um, part of being, uh, an expert at practitioner is that, you, you know how to read the signs. And frankly, a lot of that is just looking at the face. The face, like in poker, poker <laughs> players know, there's little micro uh, flexions in the face that, yes. that you can read. I, and, and I do use the face a great deal and by feel. I, I could feel the tension in the muscle. I could usually feel when somebody goes go, could go further. I don't assume that I can. I always make sure I get verbal permission from them. And once people find out that you're extremely attentive to uh, what, the, what, what they wish, it enhances their comfort level. And when they feel a little more comfortable, they relax better. So it's a nice, positive feedback loop. Awesome. Hey, we got a buddy, uh, Dennis Normella, who started here in the United States. He is a very prominent entrepreneur in his own right. He was one of my very first interviews almost five years ago on this show. Uh, he is heading back to China where he's been uh, teaching students, uh, primarily the English language, but he's been uh, reporting. He's been there for several years now. And just want to say thanks for... Uh, tuning in from LA International Airport as he waits to board and head back to China. Safe travels, my friend. And back to stretching and body, and a lot of people might be going, but Brandon and Brian, what the heck does this have to do with business building and entrepreneurship and all that? And my answer would just be everything because, you know, again, it's mind, body, business. And without the first two being in top uh, peak performance, mind and body, your business will suffer. I know this for a fact. <laughs> so if you have developed your mind, you've worked on your mind, you've maybe gone through some NLP courses, neuro-linguistic programming, you have worked on positive and flexible attitude and, and done that at a very subconscious level. Then you go to body and you take care of yourself. You exercise. Stretching is an amazing uh, release of stress and, and toxins. And you feel just like you're a new person when you're done. You have more energy, you have less pain. When you have all those and you combine them, 
you are going to perform far better in your business. So this is incredibly important to incorporate something like this into your daily regimen. Or wait, I just said daily. Is this something you recommend to do on a daily basis, Brandon? How often? I, I think that uh, you can do it every day, although I think a lot of benefit is derived, even if you only do it twice a week. Uh, it, it, there's generally a, a good correlation with, with frequency, but, but, um, I mean, I, I'll say this, even if you're not doing it as often as you wish, you are never going to do a good quality stretch out or a workout. You're going to be walking out of the gym or the place where you did your, after your stretch, you're getting up and, and, and feel the improvement and regret it. Uh, the converse though, the, will where you have decided not to go to the gym or you decided you don't, you don't stretch and you, you're, you're never going to, you're, you're, you, you frequently will regret that choice. So, uh, I always encourage people like that, that, that stretch that we have for the low back reset. Uh, we have a, on YouTube, if you, if you search, uh, my favorite wall-based low back reset, that video in uh, under four and a half minutes, uh, does explain how to do one of my favorite stretches. Yes. Thank you, Brian. We do have it on the website as well. Uh, you'll see right there. Yes, right there. So that stretch right there. And Dennis, so if you're in LAX, I know you can't, uh, you know, do that stretch, you know, up in the airport, but I do think that video does show how to set up a yoga mat. And I think, it, you know, if, if, if the airports can strand us in the airport and the airport and, and leave us, you know, uh, sleeping and, and, and against the floor and so on, heck, why not be able to put your feet in, in that position against why one of the walls? So, I've seen people do stranger things in the airport. So yes. So I, I think, and to, and to fortify what you said earlier, Brian, about, you know, um, you, you need to be run a business successfully. You, I think a lot of benefit is, uh, in terms of, um, benefit of the doubt is, is be, uh, given to you. If you epitomize and you just is as superficial, it may be, may be as you, as if you, to that, that person, that, that the person in front of you, if you epitomize health, if you, and just so, so there's things you could do in terms of just being healthy living healthy, you'll feel better. And that will come through as well. But physically looking at the part uh, just opens doors that honestly it shouldn't because it's a superficial determination. But I think we're all hardwired to want to gravitate, you know, towards, you know, in terms of leadership and as a mate to people who epitomize health. And like we all know that characterizes, you know, the, the, all the all the very uh, various, uh, you know, attributes that uh, that kind of you think of in health. So but even if you're not thinking of being a leader or, or trying to attract a mate, you're at a phase where you just want to feel better, you know, trying out that low backs reset that again, we call it the prayer because your feet are put together flush. The bottom of your feet are put together kind of in a, in a, in a prayer position, but you put the outside of the feet against a wall and against that wall, as you slide them down, it kind of is like coiling a spring. So you get the challenge of the tissues of the knee and hip is that they are slid down to that deep Indian style. That's the first explanation um of the video but that 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 coiled force of that spring kind of pins the pelvis down um and so step one is kind of getting the feet against the wall sliding them down to be where you feel in your one to ten scale your own seven like a, a, a good challenge level but something that you could sustainably endure and breathe into and then uh you kind of shift your shoulder blades away so uh and then the final part is you reach out it's kind of like you're at on an amusement park, you're going down the scary part, palms facing each other, just extend, reach as far as you possibly can. So that video is a nice tutorial. I'm happy to, you know, if you find my 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 number on the on the website, text me. I'm happy to spend time in detailing uh, in any nuances to helping people get it dialed in so it works optimally for them uh, as well. Yeah, so this is great because this this is a gift, by the way, uh, from Brandon to you, and you can do this by yourself. You don't need an, an assisted a person to assist you in the stretch. All you need to do is follow his instructions that he provides there in the video. And thank you for offering, you know, for people to just say, "Hey, send me a text," and if you need any, you know, further refinement or explanation, then you can give that to them. That's very nice of you to do that, and that's that's another quality that that shows people how you're made. Brandon, you're not saying text me and I'll charge you 20 bucks for a five minute consultation. You're saying I will I will give you a hand. And you know what? The, for those of you that do reach out to him, please do it with respect and don't try to take up all of his time because when the rubber meets the road, he does need to make money. But uh, accept this as a gift and actually take him up on it. I would say it on the other side. So uh, it's a very valuable gift for someone to give of themselves their time to somebody they've never met. And he's only doing that just to help you. And again, he never met you, <laughs> most likely. So thank you, uh, Brandon, for being an amazing 
model for others to follow in that regard for sure. So I appreciate that. This is a gift, everyone. So go to stretchy.us and on the upper part of the navigation bar is low back the prayer. And you just click that link and you'll go straight to this video. And this way you can actually kind of get an idea of what it's going to be like. But this is, again, without assistance, wait till you learn and feel and experience getting it with an assistance like uh, from Brandon directly. And you also have another person that you have trained that apparently you're working together and you're looking to grow that business even farther and spread more. And uh, we never got to it. If you have a quick success story, I mean, I was scrolling as you were talking. I saw actually a good number of women sprinkled in there uh, that gave uh, testimonials uh, for you. But it doesn't matter, male or female, if you have a story that that really sticks out of somebody that really got a big benefit from this uh, that sticks out in your mind, I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I, honestly, I just think it's a slow, it's kind of like work. somebody works out, they're going to feel a little bit better. Um, and, and then, oh, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's not, uh, there's not going to be a part, maybe there's a part of a journey that, that you part have a favorite part, but in health, uh, wellness, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. And, and I don't know if there's a smashing success story. It's not a drug you take in it in Western medicine. It just affects a fast change. It's not a surgery where you, you need your hip replaced and you get it replaced. And after the few days of hell that you get, you know, when you heal, you find like you, 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 you're, you're, you're better, but it's never quite the same. You know, I think, um, I, I think, well, yeah, I saw your primary location is at a golf course and I can only imagine that their driving distance and other things have, have improved over time. Is, is that something you've experienced? I've report, I, I've heard some people report like better swings, uh, feeling better, um, better rotation, and being able to walk the course, just that part of it, being able to walk the course, they were on the brink of having to use, need, need to occasionally use a golf cart, but now they could walk the course, carry their bag or, or, mm. or, uh, you know, they, they could make it through the course. I think, you know, when you're, all your friends are, are able to walk it and you're, and, you, and you're struggling to keep up. I mean, that's a terrible thing to lose out on that social connection. It's an important part of seeing, seeing your friends, hanging out with your people, you know, uh, on that, that once a week or however, when you guys meet and you, having that fall out of your life, I think would be a big loss. So yeah, finding ways, yeah, finding ways that you can continue to do the things that, you know, are part of, uh, the, the, the sweet part of life, I, I think is very important. Yeah. I, I, years and years ago, I got into something I'd never done in my life and it was, and I didn't do it for a really long time, but I did it on a regular basis for a couple of months and that was yoga. And it was once a week for a couple of months. That's it. And, and it was to a DVD. I'd be in my living room floor and I'll just never forget. Cause I, I used to play golf with my dad. And after doing it for a couple of months, I went out, we went out and i started, the ball just started launching off the tee and it was 20 yards easy farther. And my dad's like, what the heck have you been doing? And I said, I have no idea. It must be all the stretching I've been doing because I'm limber. I didn't feel like I was any stronger, like, you know, muscular wise, which I didn't feel any significant change in the swing, you know, the speed of the swing. It just, I just, it just felt the same to me, but the ball was launching and it was like, wow. So, you know, and everything you say, quality of life, you know, you feel better. Your pain is, is less frequent. Uh, you're more confident when that happens as well. And all of this, all of this rolls over into how you present yourself in front of clients, whether it be on a video like we're doing now, whether it be when you're writing ad copy, how you feel is going to be reflected in what you write and how you respond on email. It, it permeates everything. And so uh, I'm so happy to have Brandon on this show because the physical part is so necessary. The body, the mind and body are a team. They're your team. If any part of your team is not working at peak performance, the top level, then the team as a whole will suffer. So if your body isn't up to par, the team as a whole is going to suffer. If your mind isn't there, the team as a whole is going to suffer. So uh, take care of both. And Brandon has a surefire proven way for you to at least take care of your body. And from the physical sense of, and this, I mean, it's not even exercise. You're the one actually pushing their limbs around. They're not lifting, are they? Are they lifting? Are they doing right? Everything? No, they, they, so there will be some, not on all the stretches, but we use a, a technique known as reciprocal inhibition. And you know, we, a lot of times I'll explain it, like you don't think about it, but if you're flexing your bicep, 
you don't you, you don't think about it, but your nervous system will actually turn off and, and deactivate the antagonist tricep. So what we'll do is sometimes we'll get them up to an appropriate uh, stretch. Usually what they rank is about their seven. We'll then tell them and I'll have them do uh, flex at the at different prescribed capacities or effort levels. And for about usually about a five second duration, that is effectively turns off the surrounding musculature. And then when I tell them to relax, usually we could go past where they where wow. they rank as a seven. And they'll go a little bit further and they'll rank that. Sometimes I've had people go a little bit deeper and then claim it's only a six and a half or a six. So wow. um, it's pretty pretty effective. And and that, that that's a good illustration, Brian, of why uh, you would need assisted because that's very it's very difficult to do that by yourself. You go to yoga class, you're yeah. balancing, you're straining to reach into the, the the pose. If if sometimes you know if you can't you know sink into the 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 stance, you know, maybe you need a yoga block or you need something to support you so that you could really relax. Uh, in my own stretching routines that I do, I, I utilize like a bench at a gym and I'll put one knee down and the other foot real far out and kind of sink down into a split, you know, hamstring on one side, hip flexor on the other, you know, kind of a, a split and I'll kind of sag into it, you know, with, I'll put my knee really far out from the bench so that the hip, uh, it really sags down. I think stretches that like that, uh, you still need some kind of like uh, appurtenance to uh, be, you know, to support you. So, yeah, again, assisted stretch with stretchy. We basically do it for you uh, in terms of you have a comfortable table. You get to just focus on 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 uh, you know verbally commanding just as easy as you adjust the volume on with a plus minus button on your remote control for your TV. Uh, likewise, here you don't even have to push a button. You just get to verbally command a little bit more, a little bit less. And just so we get that person, that, that stretch right at the right level. You have somebody who knows how to guide you uh, at when to flex when, and provides the resistance and, and guides you all through it. So we, we're trying to make it easy. I, I do hope that uh, it's going to, it's going to become a more prevalent, you know, uh, uh, health and wellness, uh, you know, uh, aspect to American society. I think that, uh, you know, just like Lyft and Uber and the idea of sleeping in somebody's house with Airbnb when they were brand new, that was a, novel thing, not a terribly long a time, long um, uh, amount of time ago either. So uh, I think we all kind of remember like a lot of people who did some kind of sports in high school or college level, you remember like stretching out and then, and it, what's really crazy to me, Brian, too, is like a lot of people in, in America, Western civilization, we just accept that you can't squat, uh, uh, do a deep squat uh, as part of getting older, or you, you can't sit Indian style like you were, did as a, easily as a kid. And it's just part of getting older. And that's not the case. You look at Southeast Asia, you know, Vietnam, they kick back uh, sitting down, uh, you know, at, at the street, like squatting with their butt to heels. And, and everybody does that. You're not just the children. You see, you know, in, in some of the Middle Eastern cultures, you know, they, they, they'll sit on the floor uh, in, in Afghanistan and a lot of countries where, uh, you know, whereas in America and a lot of Western, we have these, these, these couches, chairs that basically the the degree of bend between the tibia and the femur doesn't go much more than 90 degrees and same thing in the femur you know relative to the torso doesn't go much more you're in this 90 90 position so uh it's you know th there's th there's a lot of people are realizing that like you know be able to sit indian style and that's another one of the stretches that i'm a big fan of is basically it's uh it's like sitting indian style but with training wheels so instead of putting all crossing your 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 shins below you and sitting on them which is too intense for for most 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 of us you basically do that against the wall and you tuck your feet down the wall. But the, so the first thing is like, like I explained, I explained in that stretch for the, uh, the, the prayer stretch, you basically scooch up against the wall, get your butt up against the wall. And instead of, you know, putting your feet down together like this, you just, you just cross your, your ankles and then try to, I, if, if I'm crossed and this is now my opposite foot, I'll kind of reach with my hand and pull, pull that, pull that down. So kind of tuck your feet down. And uh, it's helpful to have a yoga mat against the wall. Basically, just put it in an L position, right? So half of it's uh, the midpoints right against the junction of the wall and the floor. And then uh, your feet could be, you know, you kind of protect the wall if you care about that wall. Um, again, if, uh, if you're at the airport, then, you know, you could, you could you know, just uh, maybe just do it anyway. But, um, but yeah, hopefully we'll have, I, 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 could, I would love to see uh, aspects where like these, like it's, it's normal and like, bus stations and 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 airports where people are congregating you, you just have like a padded wall where and getting into that pose it doesn't is, is more of a normal thing rather than like right now it's kind of like what is that person doing i feel like that kind of judgment i'm like ugh, just just i i hope all of you who are listening just you know sh just don't care do it people see, will see you you might get a, a, a 
somebody kind of, you know, looking at or rolling your eyes, but inside they're a little bit envious that you uh, have the, the self-assertiveness and, and confidence, self-confidence to go ahead and do something. I mean, as long as you're being respectful, obviously I wouldn't do it in a church or something, you know, but, but uh, you know, with what's, you know, but I do think we should uh, embrace, you know, doing things that are going to you know, be good for us and making them more, um, more, 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 more obvious in society. I think examples are, 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 are good. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, and um, there's a question I love. One of my favorite questions to ask any business owner, switching it back to business side of things for a moment is, um, you know, when you go out and you're trying to get the word out, that's that's called marketing. You're you're trying to get eyeballs to your business. You're trying to get foot traffic to your business. And what used to work in marketing, say, 20 years ago, doesn't necessarily work today anymore. And what's working today right now? may not necessarily work 20 years out in the future. And so I love asking this question of every entrepreneur I have on this show for you right now, forget about the past. Don't worry about the future. What is your go-to form of marketing that is the most successful right now? Is it word of mouth? Is it ads? Is it signage? What is it for you that's working right now for your business? I definitely think, you know, no, nothing is more powerful than, uh, somebody vouching for your, 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 uh, your good or service, you know, and telling someone else like a, a positive, uh, recollection of, uh, you know, or experience about it and really emphasizing that. And I, I, if, if there's any, a modicum of need on, on the part of their friend, uh, that, and they, and their, 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 their friend or family member or colleague, whatever, uh, gives them that, that, that says that positive thing about the product or service. I think, I mean, I would, come on, we, we got to, we got to agree that that's going to be, that's definitely the most powerful I'm mean, uh, uh, over anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And to your point, I mean, when we were, you were talking about your business and explaining it and I was scrolling, this is it. This is proof of what Brandon's talking about is look at all these third party reviews. These are not, you know, he didn't twist the arm. He didn't pay them to review. I, probably you didn't pay them. Did you? I know you didn't. And he's got people in here, but look at these, every single one of these, is a five-star review. Well, there's one that was four. They will throw that one out. But <laughs> if if they're off, I, I tell people just put put down what you think is best. Just write the truth. You know, uh, I, I mean, I, I would love all fives, but that's not real. Nobody's going to pitch. You know, it, that shows you that they're. You know, you know, the occasional four. Like, I, I'd like to know why, but but uh, but that person, uh, you know, they, they were really happy with it. And I guess the four is great for them. Four you know? is not bad either. And I've only seen one as this thing scrolling. The rest have been fives. But yeah, even and you're, you're right. If, if every one of them was five, there might be someone going, is this real? This well, I always say too, like, you know, look, Babe Ruth was a fantastic batter, but he didn't bat a thousand. That's right. But I mean, you're one shy of, of a thousand in this list that I just went down. So um, kudos to you. And that, that shows a lot. And for those of you watching, you know, reviews are very, very powerful if you can get them. So always, you know, anytime you have a client that uh, comes to you, always ask for a review. Would you be, would you mind, you know, you can even offer them an, an incentive if you want, I'll give you a 10% discount. If you'll give me just an honest review and we're done good or bad, would that be okay? Kind of thing. And here's the, here's the information on where to go to write that review. Uh, but always be collecting, uh, testimonials, reviews, uh, third party shouting out of what you have done for them. And what's that going to do to you? It's going to, it's going to really compel you to give them the best freaking service you possibly can because you want a five-star review. And so it's a beautiful synergy. It's improving your desire and your passion to give them the best results they can get. Even if your passion is already way up here, it'll raise it even a farther notch that you didn't know you had. And then they will come out of there happy and give you a review. So your business will, uh, as a result, when people go to research you, they go, huh, I don't, there's nobody upset. I, I mean, there's not one in there that's upset. A four is not upset. A four is, that was way above average. And so um, the rest are fives. Just but I think like, as, a, as a business or in any business, expect, get ready for the ones and the twos. You're going to have some people who, you know, again, Babe Ruth, you know, he, he had some miserable strikeouts. So you're, you're going to do that sometimes. Uh, something's not going to fit with somebody in, in, in your your product or service uh, with, with someone. And uh, it's just a matter of time. And the key is to handling that in a professional and gracious manner. You know, and I, I think that's the that's the real test. Not, not, not seeing if you could avoid the one or the two, but in how you handle it. 
Um, I would like Good. to say, Brian, if I can, uh, it, it's, I just remembered we, we recently made, cre you know, uh, in, enabled the advent where people can use HSA or FSA uh, pre-tax dollars funds to uh, be reimbursed for the their assisted stretch. So uh, um, I would That's like to. Huge. Yeah. So so just on stretchy.us, uh, it is it, it is possible. You could just, uh, you know, we partnered with a, uh, a company called TrueMed, which uh, it, it basically they create create and enable a, a, a survey. Uh, if you qualify, they'll be able to give you a letter of medical necessity, and that, and combined with our invoice, it will allow you to submit it to your administrator. You can see if you click on the re, uh, reimbursement instructions uh, right there in the middle, and you scroll down a bit, you'll see there's True Med. And you'll see all the different administrators right there is the list. Uh, you know whether you're with Optum, which is uh, underneath uh, United Global. Uh, I had a client who was actually with uh, Wix and you, you see all the basics and th those are specific instructions how to go ahead and provide that LMN or letter of medical necessity in combination with the uh, with the uh, the uh, uh, the invoice for reimbursement out of your FSA. And briefly, everyone, just uh, a, an FSA or HSA account uh, is to um, is pre-tax dollars and it is to um, spending medical spending as a 401k is pre-tax dollars uh to right. uh you know your retirement yeah, i actually have one of those accounts it's phenomenal um uh, so when i have a copay or anything it's it's pre-tax it came out uh, you know i take it out before i pay myself because it's pre-tax it's awesome it's phenomenal so that's a big that's a big score and a big win for you and that that's going to enable you to help more people and that's that just falls in line with who you are and what you're all about and so that's fantastic oh my god we're getting low on time this is crazy so uh, Brandon, uh, there is a particular uh, question that I end every show with, and it's a doozy. It's a, it's a, it's amazing. Uh, I used to ask it kind of haphazardly, randomly, uh, years ago, and on occasion I'd ask it, and then as I was getting the answers, I'm like, holy moly, these answers are pretty darn profound. Uh, so I decided now, and I've been doing this now for probably three years at least. I end every show with this one question. And the cool thing is you're, you're going to, you're going to crush it. Uh, there's everyone before you has, and everyone including you and after will continue to crush it. The answers are just amazing. Uh, and the really neat thing is as a business owner, uh, because they are such profound questions, it's not because of the question it's because of the answers. I have decided to put everyone's answer into a collaborative book. And that book will have the title. The title of the book will be the very question I'm about to ask you. And so I'll reach out to everyone, including yourself afterward, uh, once I get ready to publish that book and say, hey, do you want to be part of this book? And so keep that in mind as you answer the question, because if you answer it with a couple of words, it's going to be a very, very short page. <laughs> and so um, be uh, as ex ex uh, I can't wordy as you wish there. I'll do it that way instead of trying to think of a big word. So um, it's a very profound question. And the cool thing is, there is no such thing as a wrong answer, Brandon, uh, to this question. It's not a test. It's not a quiz. It's, it's really the exact opposite. And that is that the only correct answer is yours because it is going to be unique to you, even to the point of how long it takes you to come up with the answer. I've had some that were like, oh, bam, instant. Others are like thinking, thinking for seconds. And I just wait. And it's fine. It's perfect because it's your answer. So there's no pressure whatsoever. Before I do that, uh, I do see we have some live viewers here. So I wanted to announce uh, a very special giveaway gift that they can enter to win. And they have to be watching live for this. So I'm going to put that up on the screen. And when I do that, for those of you watching, uh, you do want to uh, enter to win this. I kid, I kid you not. Um, then you'll write down the URL that I'm about to put on the screen. And then after the show's over, you go and enter to win. It's that simple. Don't do it during the show because I want you to hear Brandon's incredible answer that's coming up. So real quick, I'll flash this up on the screen for all of you watching live. And I'll tell you verbally where to go. And so where you want to do is write this down. It's the, the URL is ryp.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase. And RYP stands for reach your peak. Maybe that'll simplify it ryp.im forward slash vacation after the show is over once we sign off after uh brandon has given us his amazing answer then we will 
uh, choose that winner and you'll be notified via email. So you'll want to be sure to put in your valid email address and all that when you get to that form on that page. And back to Brandon, we go for the incredible, amazing, tremendous and stupendous final question. The buildup, he's sweating like crazy, ladies and gentlemen. That's because he's fit. He probably worked out right before our show, knowing this guy. He's a, he's a, what, what, I'm trying to think what this one guy always says. It's pretty funny. He's a madman, something like that. But anyway, uh, in a good way. Brandon, are you ready for this incredible question? Fire. Ooh, I love it. He's ready. All right, here we go. Brandon Bakhtiar, how do you define success? Yeah, success is, I think it definitely has to do with quality of your relationships around you and uh, your quality of the relation, your relationship with, with your physical fitness. Um, I think that, that, and, uh, and be able to be able to be, you know, uh, fit and good relationships. And I, and I think you, you need a sense of humility with, in order to have good relationships, you know, humility allows you to pave the way for respect uh, and respect and humility um, are both key ingredients of, of good, uh, long lasting relationships, you know, you, and I think that's, 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 uh, to me, that'd be the biggest de definition of success. Uh, yeah, you're, 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 you're per having your, your own personal fitness and well being, uh, and being able to have as much impact on others, you know, sharing whatever, whatever aptitude or skill it is that you have being able to share that. I think that, that, that is an aspect of success. And uh, yeah, I, th I think that's all I would, I would leave. I, I think I, and me, to me, I really uh, have, do not correlate success and, and uh, with uh, your tr traditional measures. Uh, I don't think somebody who has $10 million is 10 times more successful than somebody with a million dollars. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. And you know what? You didn't disappoint. I knew you wouldn't because no one ever does. Here's a really cool uh, little uh, factoid, if you will. And that is no two. I've been doing this for over three years. This question, no two people have answered it the same way yet. I keep waiting for that one day where, oh, OK, I remember so-and-so said it just like you did. Not one. I have not had one person say that their definition of success was their quality of relationships. And the other thing you even clarified that it wasn't about the traditional financial things that a lot of people measure success with. And that's the beauty of that question. Nobody has answered it that the financial part was the focus of their term, their definition of success. It's always been serving others. The answers are wide and varied and yours was one of them. And another beautiful gem of an answer, thank you uh, for being you because that's where it came from, from your heart. And you're an amazing guy, Brandon. We have hit the end of our hour. I cannot believe it. So for everyone watching and listening, be sure to go to stretchy.us and rewind this uh, audio or video. And you can just go there and look at the, the, look at the website for sure and ingest the information. But don't forget that gift and click on Low Back the Prayer, the link at the very top. And you can get a nice stretch all by yourself without any assistance. But then when you're in the Northern California area, kind of San Francisco-like-ish, then be sure to look him up. He's in, what is it, Foster City area? We're, we're only about five, six miles south of SFO. So if you happen to be, you know, doing quick Passover in, uh, through San Francisco, if you have a layover or, you know, even a matter of a few hours, literally, we're, Foster City is right adjacent to the airport. We're literally as oh. the crow flies six miles. Oh, man, you just got me, gave me some ideas for further marketing for you, brother. Oh, man the airport. Oh man. Think about, I got to say this. I think about those that put up those massage chairs where people are face down. What if you were able to put in a stretch uh, bench in an airport? I think or that would work if, if the airport would not charge an arm and a leg forcing right. you to charge too, too much. I think I really feel like the, the practitioner, uh, you know, like I know when I start to scale and I have a lot of employees, I'm a strong believer in, in paying your poise well, but also yeah. allowing them to have escalating pay with time and, 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 and seniority and building. If they are producing for, for you, they need to have uh, increasing, not decreasing, you know, uh, returns. I love it, man. You're, you're, you're going to crush it. You're, the culture of your business is already impeccable. And when you grow, you're going to have uh, very happy uh, partners with you, working with you uh, as employees and as maybe uh, franchisees of what you have going on. 
Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, if you can stick around a little bit after we get off the show. Uh, but for everyone else, I want to say thank you for coming on for your time. I, I'm sure you got as much out of this, maybe more than I did. I got a lot from uh, Brandon Bakhtiar. What an amazing young man. Thank you. Keep crushing it. Keep serving more people, Brandon. And I look forward to seeing your stretch tables everywhere I go uh, in every public arena possible. And you'll be kicking out those massage chairs in no time, I'm sure, because a lot better results, I would think, than just jabbing your elbow into somebody's back. <laughs> just saying. It still feels good, but still, I'm just saying. All right. With that, I'm going to call it an evening. On behalf of the amazing Brandon Bakhtiar, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. Until we meet again next time, very soon, about a week from now, everyone, please do two things. Number one, go out and continue to crush it and serve more people in your business. And number two, above all else, please be blessed. That is it for us. Have a great, great evening, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.